Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Caregiver support. Oh, but wait, before we dive into that one, why do you use the term care partner? Uh, give and then partner. So if I give you something, what's your job, Greg, in take the it. relationship? Take yep, it. Take okay, it. so yep. I'm going to give you stuff and you're going to take it. Damn straight. That sounds good to me. <laughs> and so I'm going to give you advice and you need to take it. Oh, thank you, Tifa. <laughs> I'm going to give you a bath and you need to take it. Uh, okay, I can see this is quickly going in the ditch. I'm going to give you your medicine and you're going to take them. Oh, yeah. So the idea of caregiving, it, it points in a direction where I'm doing something to you or for you or about you, but it's not necessarily with you. Uh, and so the reason we select care partner is that actually I'm here to support. I'm here to partner with you, but it's a shared thing. Uh, and we really believe that it should be no care about me without me. And so by saying a caregiver, I'm, I'm, putting a person in a secondary position of having to just be on a receiving. And we'd actually, at PAC, we don't believe that's true. So the term care partner, once upon a time I was sitting there, I can't remember whether it was in one of our Zoom meetings or whether it was during one of the uh, sessions, the training sessions, or mm -hmm. even at the conference, but it was something to do along the lines of um, just getting people involved early, building a team, like kind of like the PAC team. Yeah. So early on in dementia, if I start thinking of you as the person we're going to care for, <laughs> then I'm already setting up a dynamic that sets us up for failure, ultimately. Because if I don't see, wow, early on, you know what? I should really ask you some questions about what's really important to you, how you want to do this, and bringing more people into the conversation so that as the disease changes things, we have the rights, both of us actually have the right support. Because even as a care partner, I'll need partners. I'll, I, you know, there are things I don't know about or I don't want to do or I'm not really good at. Um, just as you're having to accept changes, frankly, so am I. And it's one of the hardest things sometimes the primary care support person has to do is to recognize I don't need to be at all. Um, I, I shouldn't actually be the only person. Um, and I need support too. So as a care partner, I want to find other partners, both for you, but also for me, because this isn't, shouldn't be a solitary confinement. Is that where the subject of, of care partner burnout, caregiver burnout comes from? Is, is yeah. So if I don't get what I need in a relationship or it feels like it's a one way street. And so many people describe as the disease progresses, it feels like my load is getting heavier and heavier. And what I'd say is, wow, well, we need to distribute that. Um, both for you and for the person you're trying to support, because guess what? As much as you're getting tired of them and what they have and what they need, I'm not sure they're not, but what they're not getting a little tired of how you're doing what you're doing, not because you're not doing a good job, just because being with someone 24 seven when it's feeling unequal and it doesn't feel like I'm getting as much from the relationship as I was before, sometimes I need to go grieve that a little bit as a as a person who loves you and wants to do the right thing, 
is hard. It's really hard. And it's hard work to be a partner rather than a giver of care sometimes. And then when I'm a giver of care, I don't realize how tired I've gotten of giving. Four, seven, seven days a week? Yeah, not my idea of a great time. I mean, I've done it and it's a bad idea. It'll wear you down, wear you out. And finding joy in being with someone is really difficult when I'm not getting any feelings. Actually, I, I don't have feelings. I'm just going through the motions. And and care caregivers will describe that, especially people who have been in it a while and they are not used to getting help or they don't know where to find help or they there is no help. There's don't know how to ask for help. No, because uh, people will say, well, what can I do? Is there anything I can do to help? And it's like, if I have to make up another list of something, I just can't. And so both the person who asked isn't very skillful at offering support, but I don't know how to ask for it either because um, I'm fine, except I'm not. Because of COVID, we're seeing both trying to keep people at home, and, and I don't blame them. You know, we mm -mm. could talk about the horror stories, but no. that's a whole other subject. Yeah. What sort of community supports should we consider? I think right now, unfortunately, some of the stuff we're going to have to consider seems to be virtual. But there are some home care support systems out there. There are some day centers that are running things. They may be running them virtually or every other day. Um, and I think sometimes friends. Um, people are staying at home a lot and maybe I've really started floating the idea of maybe we need pods, like support pods, just like for kids. I don't know that sending them back to school in droves is a great idea because of how kids are and the passage of stuff between them every fall. Um, so I'm wondering about putting them together in small groupings. And having people, and we get used to each other and we, uh, you know, support one another and agree with one another. We're going to support one another. We're going to take turns. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You're going to go here. I'm going to take this on. So forming small network communities, I think groups are starting to recognize we need to do that. Um, this is a long haul. Asking for help is not admitting defeat. Absolutely not. It's one of the smartest things you can do. It's like, I'm doing okay with this. How are you guys doing? Because I'm struggling over here. You know, my least favorite thing, going shopping for X. Oh, I love doing that. <laughs> Trade you. You know, or I need a break. It's just really been a long day. Well, tell you what, how about if you go over my way, if you could help me out with a couple things. So if we could trade off, it doesn't mean I'm not doing things, but it means I'm doing something different. And I think sometimes we devalue different. It's what makes our brains happy. So how is that going to work? Say I convince one of my friends to come over and sit with dad while I take a break. How is that going to work when just a total stranger shows up in the house? Um, hey, dad, here's this guy's going to look after you. Yeah, so do you think hmm. doing it in that space is a great idea? Or should we go over to maybe where you are and say, hey, he could use some help. He's doing some yard work or he's doing some work around his house. Would you help him out? Because you've always been real good at keeping an eye on, you know, X, Y, or Z. So maybe what we do is we go to your place rather than come to my place. Or I've got to come up with a reason that he might be there. And it's not to keep an eye on you. It's going to be, you know, I was hoping you guys could take a look at the car and maybe see what's going on. You know, if you guys could check the carburetor or whatever the air filter may be, would you guys do that while I'm out? Because I don't know anything about it. 
but I know it'll take him a while to check the air filter in the car. So that'll give him something to do until I get back and they build a relationship. So if I don't have somebody with awareness and knowledge and skill, it's probably not going to do me any good. You know, it'd be really handy for me if I had somebody I could consult with. Oh, wonder who that might be, Greg. <laughs> well, you know, I, I hear through the grapevine that on occasion I can talk to Tifa, but there's a bunch of other people out there that also help. There is. We have like a free consultation service because we believe that people need support. They need help. And sometimes they need to ask questions and to get the help you need. We also are doing champion courses, which is low price for two hours of skill building. So you're walking into situations with a little more knowledge, awareness, and a little practice at skill anyway. Um, so you can be more successful at being supportive of one another. So would that be for the care partner or would that be for the family or who would be interested in that? Well, frankly, it's for everybody. Um, we even have people who are living with dementia who are supporting other people living with dementia who come because it's built and it's designed to help our heads wrap around the idea of how we can learn some abilities, practice those abilities, be decent at those abilities and make a difference for other people in our lives. Tifa, if people want more information, head to the website, tifasnow.com. Head to the website and check out services. Services, okay. Probably yeah. a big button you just click on. and Pretty big, decent button. and Or you can look at the word champion or consultation. We have both of those on the page too. Tifa, thank you very much. Thanks, Greg. You've been listening to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Podcast.